This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio today with Graham Williams, Christina Stoyanova. We've got lots of apps to talk about on today's program. Of course, we'll also be chatting about what's streaming this week on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Crave TV. We also have our Hot 5 app countdown of the week. What is the uh, the theme this week, Christina? This week's theme is Hot 5 Driving Apps. Hot 5 Driving Apps. We'll also be talking about Facebook dating, a new uh, thing that Facebook debuted, because why not? <laughs> uh, let's uh, get into some of the uh, app news uh, this week, guys. Uh, Chris Jenner is using the dating app Bumble to find a new assistant. Is, is this just me, or is this a Me Too waiting to happen? <laughs> Well, I didn't know this. Uh, Bumble is a very popular dating app, but they actually have uh, a new version called Bumble Biz, a networking and mentoring mode for the dating app, which is kind of interesting. So uh, Kris Jenner is uh, one of the Kardashians, uh, whether you love them or hate them, and she is looking for a new assistant. So you can basically go onto Bumble and uh, swipe the right way and uh, sign in for an application. That's kind of cool, I guess. I mean, are you doing? I, are you doing it? Uh, no, I've really never felt the need to be BFFs with people that I work with. I just tolerate <laughs> you guys. Wow, I kid. Uh, this, this does seem we're a bit being weird. very honest this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem a bit odd, though, doesn't it? Like to to have to. I don't know. It's. I guess maybe this is this just the natural extension of sort of LinkedIn, right? Where we're you know you've got your profile, and now we're actively engaging in the process of swiping left or swiping right on people that we want to work with. It's kind of weird. It's a little weird. But you know what? I think it'll go that way. Okay. Do you remember in the old days where you got your resume out, made a cover letter, and actually went down to the place where you wanted to work? And I, I've never actually done that. I just keep showing up to places and telling them I work there, and <laughs> I end up pulling a paycheck at some. I'm like that guy from guy from Office Space, but no, no, I, I, I work here. <laughs> didn't Mike, my didn't stapler. you actually do this once upon a time? What? Tell someone you worked somewhere. Um, yeah, I won't say where, but um, <laughs> I went in for an interview. Uh, at a uh, particular place, and I thought it went very well. It was a very busy place back in the 90s. And uh, anyway, did the interview, and the guy said, yeah, you know, this looks really good. And about a week later, I still hadn't heard anything. And I was getting a little nervous because I had quit my previous job because I wanted to get into a new field. And so I just phoned this guy back and said, uh, hey, it's Mike Agarbo. Uh, and he's like, Oh, hey. And I could tell right away, could not remember me. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, I am dead. And so I just said, yeah, you uh, told me to phone you today to find out uh, when I'm starting. <laughs> there's, this, there's this long pause. And then he's like, Monday. <laughs> and that's how I got that job, which so, I won't name. Sometimes it's not what you know and who you know. It's just what you assume. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's all about assuming. There we go. Also in the app news here, uh, Apple apparently let in Netflix for pirates into the app store. Graham, what's this about? Uh, so essentially, the MovieDB is an app that was uh, sort of collecting links and uh, and files that people could watch that were, you know, movies that they didn't have the rights to, TV shows that they didn't have the rights to. So if you ever used, uh, you know, app like an app like Popcorn Time or Plex, um, you may have come across very similar features. Um, so this app essentially kind of snuck through because it doesn't really do anything that flags Apple's guidelines. It's basically just connecting to data on the internet, and Apple didn't sort of do the due diligence to see what's it connecting to. They've got so many apps coming through that a lot of this process is automated. 
Uh, so this one, like a lot of apps that do link to pirated content, snuck through under the wire um, and uh, unfortunately made it onto the App Store. What's it called again? Movie DB? The Movie DB. It's not there anymore. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> Yar. Uh, yeah, but it's interesting. Popcorn Time was a very popular uh, app. Um, is it still available on Android? It is. They got open source with that, so yeah. uh, you can you can sideload it. And, you know, I mean, um, these apps are interesting because, again, inherently, there's nothing wrong with the app itself. It's the fact that the app does go out and find content that uh, you know the app writer doesn't have have the rights to, but they don't purport to pirated content. Pirated pirated content. Yeah. Um, so that that really is the challenge. I mean, this is where we're also seeing some uh, some regulations pop up in in Canada, where Bell and Telus and Rogers want to be able to prevent apps from linking to these sites. Unfortunately, that does tend to get in the way of you know everyday ordinary people who are just going about their business on the internet. So seems like it might be a bit of overreach there. But this is actually this is an ongoing discussion. We're going to have to all keep our eyes on this. Also in the app news, uh, Google adds user reviews to help you decide on s- assistant apps. This is really handy. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you, you, you both used Google Assistants, right? Yep. And yep. Um, I've, I've got an Amazon Alexa at home, and some of the skills are great, and some of the skills are not. Um, one of the skills that I use most frequently is the Sonos skill, which is actually fairly decent, but it's one of those things where I rate it a 3 out of 5 because I can't group and ungroup um, the audio rooms in my house, because that's what Sonos does, right? It's a distributed yeah. audio system and uh, lets you like play something in your bedroom or in your kitchen or in all the rooms in your house at once. So uh, being able to rate these things, these skills as we go along, what I think is going to do a couple of things. It's going to allow users to give the developers some feedback, but it also lets you skip the absolute duds because that's the other problem with assistance right now. There's just so much content coming out. This is actually almost like the, the, the original app boom. Uh, where I think assistants are going to be one of the next big things for us. So these are the voice-activated apps that would work with um, Google Assistant on your Android phone or like a Google Home speaker. That's right, yeah. So be- basically being able to uh, to connect to different features and functions uh, through Google and then through these additional apps. So, um, you know, these are, like I said, kind of a, a subset of apps that we're going to see, I think, absolutely blow up over the course of the next couple of years. It's, you know what's really funny? We're talking about assistants. Uh, the first assistant that I brought into my home was a Google Home. And at first my wife was like, this is stupid because she doesn't like new things cluttering <laughs> up her counters. And But eventually she fell in love with it because she could basically say, hey, Google, play uh, some Nora Jones and just loved it. But uh, I was waiting for Alexa and the Sonos thing to start working together because I've got this whole Sonos you know, music system throughout my home. And it works now with Alexa, and I've got little Alexa speakers, but she will not talk to Alexa. <laughs> she is loyal to Google. So I've got this, like, multi-thousand dollar home music system, and the only speaker she'll use is that cheap little Google home speaker on the kitchen counter. That's tragic. It is tragic. I think we need, we need some sort It's of... like Alexa, some cheap harlot that she won't talk to. <laughs> <laughs> She's in love can, with Google. Can you program uh Google Assistant through I- IFTTT to talk oh, to Alexa to and Alexa. tell her to kick Sonos on. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, yeah. That's a good idea. That's actually, that's brilliant. Yes. So so uh, for, for those of you out there who don't know, IFTTT is if this, then that. It's basically a way to get things to do things on your smart home. There's a website that has all sorts of, I guess, skills. Yeah. So yeah. if you go to IFTTT.com, I believe it is. Um you'll be able to, to see these skills. So basically, by, ba- by getting Google to talk to Alexa, <laughs> now it's going to act as an intermediary uh, for Mike's wife. That's kind of, this is the future right here. I hope let's, Alana's not listening. Let's just, let's just enjoy this moment. We just hit the future. <laughs> We're here now. 
if Alana asks for music, ask Alexa to play Sonos. <laughs> Can you tell Alexa because we're not talking right now? Or just tell her, I'm breaking up with you. Google is breaking up with you, Alana. <laughs> yeah, she won't be happy. Brilliant. Love it. So one last uh, news story here before we uh, get our uh, iPhone tip of the week. Uh, there's an app that lets you authorize a drone flight in near real time. Graham. So uh, essentially with drone flights, we saw sort of the Wild West when drones sort of first became popular, where people were flying these things everywhere. There's some beautiful footage here of here in Vancouver over the Lionsgate Bridge, which actually is a flight path for, um, I believe, Harbor Air. Uh, so it can actually be quite dangerous. I mean, these things are big enough where if they get sucked into an engine, they'll cause a problem. So being able to essentially use an app right now to authorize uh, your your drone flight, you'll now be able to get the authorization to fly in different areas, find out if you are in a flight path, and uh, have the ability to fly without any sort of legal repercussions. This is just in the U.S., though. This is just in the U.S. right now. I love uh, it. It's, yeah. This is great. Well, and this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing, right? Using technology that's powered by apps and things like GPS, so it knows exactly where you are. It's a smart system. It's quite, you know, it's instantly reactive, uh, letting people do things and be more productive uh, right away. So this is this is exactly the type of thing that we're we should be hoping to see uh, from systems like this. Well, let's uh, give some learning love out to our iOS users. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do we got, Graham? So this week's iPhone tip of the week is extremely handy. If you've ever used the feature of uh, getting your text messages read out to you in the car, you can actually do this even if you're not in uh, the car with CarPlay uh, by getting your your text messages read out to you using uh, Speak Selection. So essentially what you need to do is go to Settings, go to General, and then Accessibility. And you'll find the option called Speak Selection. Turn that on. Now when you go to your text messages, so let's say you're walking down the street, and everybody does this, I think. We, we get our heads buried into our phones, and it's quite dangerous. I've seen people step off the curb almost in traffic. Instead of doing that, you get a long text message. Long press on the speech bubble, and you'll now find the option called Speak. So hit Speak, and you'll be able to listen to your text messages, keep your eyes ahead of you, and not walk into posts or vehicles or other people. So that's your iPhone tip of the week. Speak your text messages with Speak Selection. When we come back from the break here on the app show, Facebook dating, is this a good thing? Will they be able to compete with Bumble and Tinder? Well, you'll find out. You're listening to the app show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back shortly after this. You are back with the app show. We still have lots more to talk about on today's program. Of course, our Hot 5 coming up uh, in a bit. This week, it's Hot 5 apps for drivers. And, of course, streaming this week on Netflix, Prime, and Crave TV. Let's talk about Facebook, which we seem to be talking a lot about lately. Uh, they're still trying to overcome the uh, the data scandal with uh, uh, Cambridge Analytica, which, by the way, actually went bankrupt. I don't know if you saw that, guys. Yeah, they did. They're absolutely done. Uh, I mean, that said, the entire staff of Cambridge Analytica has started a new company. So I think this is really basically just taking the sign oh down gosh. and putting a new one up. Um, Analytica Cambridge. Right. <laughs> Well, let's talk about uh, Facebook and Facebook dating. I'm just going to play a clip here from uh, CBS News and kind of gives you a little bit of background on where they're going. This is Mark Zuckerberg. CEO Mark Zuckerberg addressed thousands of app developers yesterday. He says the company is getting into online dating. You're announcing a new set of features coming soon around dating. (laughs) 
Zuckerberg says Facebook's dating service is intended to help users find meaningful long-term relationships. And so this next one is a little skit from uh, Stephen Colbert, the late... Cindy! Hi, Matt. Sorry I'm late. I was... Stuck on a train. Yeah, I saw that on your feed. Uh, I just got here from work. I'm... Uh... Accountant. Yeah, but my real passion... Stands out by now. I saw the videos you posted. You should stick to accounting. I'm a... a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love Spanish food. I just got back from... Barcelona. Yeah, I saw all your photos of sangria. Yeah, I have Drinking a... problem. I do. <laughs> warn you i'm just getting back into dating i just had a messy breakup with eric who by the way is so ripped i mean does he wear anything other than mesh tank tops it was the phase uh, listen matt i don't know how to tell you this but i really disagree with, with my post about all lives matter yes and frankly i don't think, think this date is going well and that i'm stupid and racist yes yes it's, i already know too much about you and honestly i was just looking for a hookup tonight yeah me too are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Tinder. <laughs> so Facebook, uh, not satisfied with infiltrating all parts of our lives, now wants to get into the dating side. What do you guys think? Uh, you know what? I feel like we've been on kind of a roller coaster with Facebook this year. We have had all of the feelings about Facebook. Every single feeling you can imagine. This week... I have to say I laughed. I laughed a lot because we have, uh, you know, the CEO of WhatsApp, which was acquired by Facebook, leaving because he's concerned that Facebook is removing some of the privacy and encryption that was baked into an app that he built and strongly believed in privacy for. So he's leaving the company. And on the same day, Zuckerberg announces a dating site. So how is this going to work? Is it right inside of Facebook? This is actually yes. feeding off an algorithm that they've designed. So basically everything that we have been talking about over the course of the last two months with Facebook deeply entrenched into your personal interests, figuring out what it is that you like. And they've been desperately trying to convince us that it's okay. We can trust them with our information, except for the time when they're selling it to companies who are selling it to, uh, you know, Russian agents. They're saying, by the way, We'd like to start a dating site. So this is great for dating Russian? Right. Russians? <laughs> Russian, mail, Russian mail order bots, I think, is the big thing on Twitter right yes. now. Yes. So I uh, find this interesting. Uh, they say, or Facebook says, that it's not going to match you up with anyone that you're friends with now. They're expanding a friend circle. That's wonderful. I mean, I, I, the, the joke that I heard is, like, really, as if Facebook hasn't been helping emotional affairs between people who didn't date in high school but actually they wanted to. That's sort of the... <laughs> That's kind of the going gag right now. Christina, uh, you have some tweets out there about it. I do have some tweets. I've been uh, scouring the Twitterverse because, of course, it's been going a little crazy over this. What's what's some of your favorites? Um, Stephen Colbert, actually. Facebook is launching an online dating feature, which is different from their current online dating feature of showing you who your ex is dating. <laughs> <laughs> What else? Facebook dating is going to be just like regular Facebook. Fun until your parents show up on it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. So do you guys, do you think they have a chance? I mean, Tinder's like the, the big guy out there. Bumble's uh, doing quite uh, well uh, as well. Uh, but Facebook, I mean, they're big. They've got like over a billion users. Do you think they can make a dent? 
I, I feel like this is going to be an interesting exercise for them. I'm going to call it right now. This is not going to be successful. Why? Um, I think the feelings that so people the, have had about the Facebook. trust thing. I think there's a trust thing. I think at this point, um, you know, the people who are most likely going to be using this are actually starting to flee the service. I mean, the the joke from the Onion here was uh, nice. It's about time someone made a hookup app for the elderly. Um, Facebook <laughs> at this point is really it's it's not going to be feeding the demographic that it thinks it's going to. So, so you think it's going to be older people that I, will use it? I, I think anyone's going to look at this and go, are you kidding me? I, like you've, you've violated my privacy so many times. And this is, a, this is an app that's so deeply ingrained in people's lives that I feel like this actually crosses a bit of a line. You know, um, with Tinder, with Bumble, these are self-contained communities that you don't have everything like your job and your passions and the friends that you hang out with deeply integrated into. I think this actually, this just kind of goes a bit of a, it's a bridge too far. Well, we'll uh, keep on top of this in, uh, in days and weeks uh, to come. Uh, let's switch gears now, uh, Graham, and uh, get our game app of the week. What do you got? Our game app of the week is an interesting one called Oddmar, and this is a highly acclaimed game for iOS and Android. So this is a, a super fun adventure that is based on physics-based puzzles and platforming challenges. So what we mean by that is when you're sort of playing around with things in the world, they have weights, there's gravity, that kind of thing. So Oddmar is, uh, he's, he's struggling with life in his village and doesn't feel like he's worthy of a place in Valhalla. He's been shunned by his fellow Vikings, and now he has to prove himself. So essentially, you're going to go through all of these challenges to try to find a way to gain back your honor. Uh, this is from the developer of the award-winning game, uh, Leo's Fortune. It also supports game controllers, so if you have a Bluetooth controller, you can use that. Uh, you do need to have an internet connection after you download it because there is a download of additional levels. Uh, but the game sells for $4.99. I've played this, and it's a ton of fun. Oddmar. So Oddmar. O-D-D-M-A-R. Thank you, Graham. When we come back from the break, it's Hot 5 time. This week, it's Hot 5 Driving Apps. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with Christina Stoyanova and Graham Williams. We uh, have a lot more to talk about on today's program, including what's streaming this week on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Crave TV. But now it's uh, one of my favorite segments. The Weekly App Hot 5. This week it's the Hot 5 driving apps and just in time for summer, which is coming soon. Number five, what do we have, Christina? We have Find My Car. So if you've ever parked your car in a parkade and then lost complete track of it, oh my God, I have roamed that metro town parking. Oh, that one's horrible. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There's like four different spaces and they all look the same. Well, you you literally feel like you're in that Seinfeld episode where the, the goldfish dies in the bag. He goes <laughs> belly up because they can't find the car and get him home. So anyway... If you've ever experienced this, you know how frustrating it can be and a little terrifying because you're starting to think, did I get towed? Did my car get stolen? This app will actually save your car's location so you can find it later on. It's interesting. I never worry that I've got my car towed or, or stolen because I just know I'm an idiot and I forgot to take note of where I parked my car. <laughs> We're talking about the Hot 5 driving apps this week here on the app show number four, Graham. This is Tripalizer. So Tripalizer is kind of cool because it uses uh, cell towers and Wi-Fi to analyze where you're going and how fast you're going. So you can see if you're driving efficiently, uh, recording your fuel usage habits and how much that you've spent on a trip. So it'll show you uh, the speed of your car, the route direction, the distance, finds out uh, your fuel efficiency, notes your carbon dioxide 
uh, carbon monoxide emissions, pardon me, and uh, how much gas you refill. So this is a very cool app that stands alone. I will actually put a little bit of a, a caveat here or a secondary recommendation. I've been using a, a device called an automatic. And this is uh, something that plugs into your uh, OBD2 sensor. It's just usually down by the left-hand side of your, uh, your steering wheel. And we'll connect up with an app that will do a lot of the same stuff. Uh, and it will actually track, track through GPS. And it also has a website uh, that you can go through and analyze all that data which is great for parents, um, or if you want to uh, basically check on your own efficiency to see how's your car being driven. Love it. Yeah. Number three here on the Hot 5 this week on the App Show, we're talking Hot 5 driving apps. Number three, Waze. This is one of my favorites, Graham. And, I mean, I know you love Waze. I love Waze as well because it does give you these alternate routes when traffic pops up. We've actually done a few stories on this show about how uh, people are a little upset at Waze because it actually sometimes does direct traffic through usually quieter neighborhoods. But essentially, this is a smart, community-driven sat-nav that lets you know when accidents are happening, when there are uh, perhaps speed traps in the area, traffic jams, and will help you find a way around it. Uh, so it's a crowdsourced navigation app, a very cool thing. You can see other Wazers on the road, and it's gamified, so you can level up as you uh, add more recommendations and become more a part of the Waze community. Well, you know it's good when uh, Uber and Lyft drivers use it yeah. to get around. Number two here on the Hot 5 driving apps this week, we've got Car Maintenance by My Carfax. And so My Carfax is a great way to keep an eye on all of the things that you need to do with your uh, with your vehicles. So all the maintenance and the repairs uh, that you can see directly inside the app. It'll also let you know when it's time to do additional maintenance or to renew your uh, driver's license and registration. Um, so I know recently I just had to get my insurance renewed here in, uh, in British Columbia and i I've always had to go into my insurance place, and I kind of complained about it on Facebook, and I was told, get a better insurance agent. They will drop your sticker off to you. I know. I have, I have one of those uh, folks, and they're fantastic. Uh, it's, it's interesting. I love the reminder to renew your insurance or your driver's license. I can't tell you how many times my driver's license has expired. Uh, I don't know why they don't send me the renewal notices to my address, what I'm doing wrong there, but... Uh, at least three times in my life. I'll, t- I'll tell you a sad story about insurance. In Ontario, insurance ends at the end of the month. So my first year here in British Columbia, I was on my way to get my insurance renewed. I was apparently four days after the expiration because it expired mid-month on me. I got pulled oh. over 100 yards away from my insurance insurance agent. That's a $625 fine. Yeah. No pity. I've got one of those two in my past. Harsh. Number one in the Hot 5 driving apps this week, and I am using this all the time now, Gas Buddy. Gas Buddy. So with gas hitting $1.60 per liter, um, which I believe is hashtag astronomical, uh, Gas Buddy is kind of a very handy way of figuring out where the gas prices are best in the area. Uh, it is crowdsourced and has a $100 daily contest for people who report gas prices. So if you've got a, a gas station near to you, you can you can check in and let people know. This is for uh, Android, iOS, and for those of you who are still using Windows Phone, there's a Windows Phone app as well. Gas Buddy. Let's switch gears now. Creative App of the Week. What do we have, Graham? So the Creative App of the Week is brought to you by Vancouver Film School, one of the best schools in the country for things like 3D animation and visual effects. And so this week we're going to do something very neat with Procreate Pocket. And I've been using this app for a very long time. It is a feature-rich painting app designed exclusively for iPhone. There is a Procreate for uh, iPad as well. And it will help you get started whenever inspiration strikes, letting you create stunning paintings, drawings, and illustrations. It uses a 64-bit engine that they've uh, written specifically for the iPhone. And it's a great way to get creative on the go, even with cool features like 3D Touch. So that's this week's Creative App of the Week, brought to you by Vancouver Film School. It is Procreate Pocket. When we come back from the break, it's Travel App of the Week. Stay tuned here on the App Show. Back after this. 
Well, it's that time in the show. Streaming this week. We're going to check out what's happening on Netflix, uh, Amazon, and Crave uh, as far as uh, streaming. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw that study, uh, Christina. Streaming now accounts for more uh, viewers than uh, cable TV or more subscribers. That is unsurprising. And I feel like that should have happened years ago. Well, I think still uh, some technical hurdles for some people that might not be as comfortable uh, going to like a Netflix uh, because they have to use some type of device. People are just used to using TV. But, uh, you know, from that study, it's um, it's only going to increase. Uh, cable TV is uh, going down in subscribers. So it'll be interesting to see what the cable providers do to, uh, I guess, do more value add to get uh, people on board. But let's talk about some of the uh, shows that are coming up. We'll start with uh, Netflix as we do. The Conjuring 2. This is my home. Get out now. No, this is not your house. Now, what's your name? My name is Bill Wilkins, and I'm 72 years old. What do you make of that voice? Sounds confused. Is he senile? The voice on this tape is coming from an 11-year-old girl. The supernatural thriller brings to screen another real case from the files of renowned demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren, played uh, by Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Spooky. Have you seen this one? I have not. I'm not into the scary movies. Oh, this one looks cool. I I haven't seen it either, but uh, I think I'm going to. What else do we have on Netflix, Christina? 27, Gone Too Soon. The 27 Club is a name popularly given to six particular musicians who died at that age. Fame is traumatic. When it comes knocking at the door, it's very difficult to handle. This is uh, an interesting documentary, 27 Gone Too Soon. Uh, This is uh, a story about uh, some very famous artists in the past, including Brian Jones, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Jimi Hendrix, who all died at the age of 27. Crazy, eh? That sounds really depressing. It is a little bit uh, depressing, but uh, a, fan- a fantastic documentary uh, about some very talented uh, young people and and maybe why uh, they uh, went out at 27. We're still uh, talking about what's streaming this week on Netflix. What do we have up next? 28 Days. Sandra Bullock. Your sentence was for 28 days of rehab or jail time. We carry our own bags here. This isn't the Sheridan. Smile! Everyone, this is Gwen. I'm thinking booze. Painkillers. I have to pick just one. So what's the deal here? People actually get stuff? You know, if your counselor catches you using, you can get kicked out of here. I don't plan on discussing it with him. Too late. (laughs) So this is... uh... It was a fun movie. Uh, Sandra Bullock, Viggo Mortensen, uh, Elizabeth Perkins, and Steve Buscemi. And again, about uh, one woman's uh, trials and tribulations going through rehab. Isn't it Buscemi? Buscemi. Did I call him Buscemi? Yeah, Buscemi. Uh, Well. Yes, I could could probably get that right next time. (laughs) We'll just butcher all the names today. What do we have up next? My Girl. Oh, I love this one. There he was, just a walking down the street, singing. Later, Dad. I'm embalming my high school teacher. Don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this is uh, definitely a, a blast uh, from the past, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and I'm going to get her name wrong, Anna Klumski? That's right. She uh, was uh, fantastic in uh, that. Uh, she's recently been in uh, Veep, I believe, and also Halt and Catch Fire. Yes. Yep. And I haven't uh, seen her more recently, but these these movies, these My Girl movies were actually a big part of my childhood. So uh, definitely love to see them coming to Netflix. Anna Klumski, she uh, plays a precocious 11-year-old tomboy and hypochondriac. Her uh, dad, Dan Aykroyd, is uh, a widow- widower and uh, has his own funeral home. And let's not forget about Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yes. An oldie, but uh, a goodie. <laughs> Up uh, next here on Netflix. Did you hear about the Morgans? Okay, where are we on the star front? You can buy and name a star Merrill. It's $75 and you get a celestial map and a certificate. Yes, I was really looking for something a little more impressive. Can I buy a constellation? I don't know. You can buy a black hole. Yes, I'm not sure a black hole sends exactly the right message at this point in the relationship. Hugh Grant, Sarah Jessica Parker, comedy, finding love in the most unexpected places. I This is an oldie but goodie as well. I liked it back in 2009. I haven't seen this one, oddly, because I'm a huge Hugh Grant fan. I know that's probably not something I should be saying on the air, but... Why? He's awesome. <laughs> I love that guy. Coming up on Amazon Prime Video, we've uh, got a movie here with Joaquin Phoenix, Uh, Directed and written uh, in conjunction with Joaquin Phoenix by Casey Affleck's. I'm still here. That's you. Drop some water. And you're on top of the mountain with success. But one day you start sliding down the mountain and you think, wait a minute. I'm a mountaintop water drop. I don't belong in this valley, this river. This was kind of a weird movie. It's a, a mockumentary, and uh, basically about Joaquin Phoenix. And I don't know if you remember this uh, back uh, a few years ago. He announced to the world that he was quitting acting and becoming a hip hop uh, a hip hop artist. He even went on David Letterman and had this crazy interview uh, with him. Did you see that? I remember this vaguely. Anyway, it uh, ended up being a complete sham because it was just basically for this uh, movie. And again, I'm still here. Also on Amazon Prime Video this week, if you like Robert De Niro, you'll probably uh, like this uh, next movie. Heist. Toast to the man himself. Our savior, our pope. Mr. Pope, my daughter, she's... Sick. I'm here to ask a favor. How big? $300,000 big. Get out of here. Time's up. Go! That was awkward. <laughs> Robert De Niro, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, if uh, you've been uh, following him in uh, The Walking Dead as Negan, he's uh, also in this movie called Heist. A father is without the means to pay for his daughter's medical treatment. As a last resort, he partners with a greedy co-worker to rob a casino. When things go awry, they're forced to hijack a city bus. Just one question, Mike. Yes. You said if you like Robert De Niro. Is there anyone who doesn't like Robert De Niro? Oh, I don't know. Maybe some people don't. I'm just trying to... I think he's universally liked. Probably. Probably. I'm just saying. Up next here on Amazon Prime Video, we've got uh, a movie with Bruce Willis from 2015. Vice. Have you ever wanted something that's beyond your reach? Now imagine a place where there are no laws, (laughs) no rules, no consequences. Welcome to Vice. This sounds a lot like Westworld. 
again with Bruce Willis, uh, I guess a fantasy world where you can uh, live out uh, your dreams. We're going to switch over to Crave TV. This is a really disturbing documentary. And it's called Warning, This Drug May Kill You. We doctors were wrong in thinking that opioids can't be used long term. They can be and they should be. We used to think they'd stop working or the patients would become addicts or they'd be sedated into inactivity. We now find that these medicines are much safer, much more powerful, much more versatile than we used to think, and we feel that they should be used much more liberally for people with all sorts of chronic pain. So this is a fascinating documentary about uh, opioids and how the whole thing basically started back with uh, Purdue Pharmaceuticals uh, back in the 90s, and they had uh, these promotional press videos that uh, they basically had doctors uh, telling everyone how great opioids were and they weren't addictive and everyone should be taking them for all kinds of uh, chronic pains. It, it's it's frightening. It's frightening. Yeah, there are there are actually a few words for this one. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, you, you have to watch it. Uh, and finally, on Crave TV coming up this week. The Wizard of Lies. I went in. I am talking about giving you a hundred million dollars. That's not going to do it. One fifty. Love to help you, but I can't. One seventy-five. I wish I could. I'm just thinking of it. No. Two seventy-five. Three hundred million dollars. How far do we got to go? If you go above four, we might have something. This I is can do that. this is the story of Bernie Madoff, and again Robert De Niro, who was fantastic in it. Also starring Michelle Pfeiffer, Hank uh, Azaria as well, and uh, basically tells the story of uh, Bernie Madoff and how he basically took people for hundreds of millions of dollars. When we come back from the break, it's Travel App of the Week with Christina. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. We will be back shortly after this. You are back with the App Show. Don't forget to listen to our sister show, Get Connected, every Saturday here on the Chorus Radio Network on CKNW 980 out of Vancouver. It's at 10 a.m. in the morning, a full hour of all the latest and greatest in digital technology, everything from smart home tech to the new assistants and smartphones. Let's uh, chat about travel now. Christina, you've got a travel app of the week. What do you got? This week, I have Trail Wallet. This one is free on the App Store. No Android version, unfortunately. This one actually lets you track your expenses in over 200 currencies, and it actually lets you set a daily budget And then you can input all your purchases and it will tell you how much of that budget is left every day. It also has an adjusted budget feature, which is really cool. If you overspend or underspend, it'll adjust the the budget for the rest of your trip accordingly. That's very cool because uh, I've run into that before. Like I've gone to a few different countries on a trip and my expenses are all over the place. I'm actually on my desk right now at work. I've got like a pile of receipts from like last year from Taiwan and China and the US and something like this would have made my life a whole lot easier. Yeah, it it's also great if you're traveling on a budget. I know that your uh, son is actually going on a backpacking trip, so this is something that could definitely be useful on a backpacker's budget. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he would actually use it. <laughs> What's it called again? Trail Wallet. Trail Wallets. That was your travel app of the week. I want to thank uh, everyone that helps put the app show together. 
well, basically Christina and Graham, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, will see you again next week. Mike, Graham, and Christina signing off for the App Show. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.